and we are live. We are fucking live for another episode of the Napcast, which is brought to you by Anchor.fm, where all your podcasting gets done, motherfuckers. Upload there. It spreads everywhere to fucking to, to Spotify, to SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, to Overlook, anywhere you want to go. It's it's there. Today is our guest, a good friend of mine and a good friend of the rest of the people that are going to be on this podcast, Cole Garib, who was also known as Combat Dave. What's up, guys? This is a fucking great podcast. So, Cole, I want you to introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, my name is Cole Combat Dave. I am a freshman at University of Arizona. Uh, I mean, yeah, I just I'm out here. Yeah. All right. So. You also do make music, which I want to plug a little bit right here. Combat Dave has actually made a couple of specials with the kid that was on the podcast the last time, Adam Hollinger. The yeah, I, I actually one. just came back from uh, the studio in Adam's room. We're writing some heat right now. It'll probably be up either today or tomorrow on me or Adam's SoundCloud. Um, I'll have my SoundCloud plugged and a link i only have a couple songs out right now mm -hmm. uh shout out to my boy leak two times that's my, my my brother for life we make some music too uh yeah i mean just so i want to i want to say this so his the the songs you have you're right you don't have a lot of songs out right now you, you are probably working on them and then also college life and all that shit it's it's a different story but the one that i do want to plug right now to all the viewers is one on one or is it one v one or one one on one? One I think on it's one. One on one. Okay. Yeah. One on one is a great song. It is perfect. I've heard both the unauto tuned and the auto tuned version, and I've oh, loved God. both of them. It's a great <laughs> song. You can't you can't deny it. But it's on SoundCloud now. Go listen. It's on Adam and Cole's you know stations for SoundCloud. Give it a listen. I I for one recommend it it's a fucking great song and i played it at parties with my friends and they're like what the fuck is this and i'm like you don't roll with adam hollinger and combat dave suck my fucking nuts like yeah. that's just it okay that's usually the reaction we get when we play our music is what the fuck is this yep. turn this yep. shit off <laughs> so uh yeah it's pretty dope oh my god okay that's the end of the plug but seriously combat dave on soundcloud adam hollinger on soundcloud one v one okay Let's get to it. So, Cole, I had some previous discussions with you. We're going to we're going to roll into what we're talking about today, but I want to first get started off with the intro to this a little bit of music. So, where did you get your music start? Where did I get my music start? Mm -hmm. So, it's funny. Um, I've always like I've always loved music. I've always been a really big music head. I've uh I've been collecting vinyl for like uh 3 years now. I have like I've like, I, I do it a lot. And, um, one day my, my buddy leaked two times Malik, he texted me and he was like, yo, let's make a song. And so I was just like, okay, whatever. And we made, we made a track and it was really fun. So we just, we just kind of ran with it and we actually, we've made some pretty good stuff. We've, we, uh, we go to the salt mine. Uh, we use, uh, this engineer who his name is Damien, shout out Damien. He's, did all the engineering on Lil Baby's most recent album. Man, that's fucking crazy. Jesus. Most notably uh, commercial with Lil Uzi. God damn, what the fuck? Yeah, so that was a really cool experience. Uh, I really liked hanging out with that guy. Salt Mine is awesome. Um, yeah, shout out Leek. 
Malik, uh, he's out here. He's got a song with uh, MDMA, Molly. If you know him, he's he's uh, he's pretty cool on SoundCloud, and he just got done. He just sent me the uh, the Dropbox. He's got a song with Lil Playa. If you know him, Lil Playa, Lil Playa. I'm not. I'm really getting sure. I'm getting into the SoundCloud game. I, I'm 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 gonna keep okay. it a thousand with you, Chief. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about right now. I know Malik. <laughs> right. I know Malik. Well, Malik and me have gone way back, but like, yeah, wow. yeah, that's crazy. So, um, just as like just as a question here, I know one of my favorite rappers is mf doom and i know you collect a lot of albums of his well he only has a couple Mm -hmm. like i think like 10 or 12 but before then he used to be like kind of like an underground rapper is that where you kind of see yourself as right now kind of underground right now or do you mean do you want to be like more like travis scott type of rap for sure i mean i first of all mf doom is amazing you know he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper he's the he's the goat um i definitely right like as of right now we're underground for sure uh-huh. um i i wherever it takes me it takes me like i do it for fun and i do it for a hobby right now not anything super serious but yeah like where wherever wherever my music goes it goes and i'm i'm content with it because i like what i what i make and what i produce with with my friends and it's just fun like just being in the studio writing music yeah with, with my boys whether it's adam whether it's you know Tishko. yeah like so. fucking tishko hamad i i got into it with you tishko got- if you're listening to this let's make a track bro tishko hamad give me the backstory yeah. on this kid so before before you give that i want to tell the audience here so i rolled into desert mountain high school and i got I got a little present here for Cole. I showed him before, but um, I played one year at Chaparral football. I, I fucking suck dick at football, but I wear this out in California. I wear it to a bunch of Chipotle's, my nipple show, and I'm fucking proud of it, okay? I don't give a fuck. But Tishko Hamad was a staple joke slash reference in my English class junior year, and I got a funny fucking story to tell you about this. So I had known Garab about a day my friend which is his friend uh milkshake reviews eddie duanis sent me a video of cole and either freshman or sophomore year in spanish class where he stacked a bunch of books like really high and hit it over this head and he broke a fucking desk now i've known garib for two days that's the only way i know garib is that video and i am another friend of mine tonto kept saying the word Tishko and they kept laughing. So I said Tishko in one of my jokes and Garib immediately got up and fucking yelled at me. And he said, here's the deal. You don't, you just don't say that. You just don't say that. And I'm like, why? He's like, cause there's a kid in this class right now that like, if you say Tishko, you'll get fucked up. And that's how I got to know Garib. I got to know Garib from like full fear. Cause imagine Garib, how fucking tall are you? Uh, I'm, I'm like six, two, six, two, six, three, like easily two Oh five at the time. Just fucking barely. Junior it. year, I was two twenty five. Two twenty five. You were on the plan to become a six foot three, two hundred sixty five pound catcher. Of course. And and it was just like it was scary as fuck in my English class. But Garib is a good friend now, so I want to get this out of the way. Give me the backstory of Tishko Hamad. Tishko Hamad, he's just a he's just a legend. I mean, it's big Tish. He's um. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't even know how, like, you want the backstory on the meme or just on Tishko? Fuck it, all of it, because, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, still don't know. <laughs> like, so Tishko is just a boy. He, I met him in sixth grade. He went to my middle school. Uh, he was really good friends with Grant. 
and like so it was like we were on tour with uh to like go around the middle school and he went to um like redfield or whatever mm-hmm. and which was another middle school like right around the corner and um i was i was with grant cohen and we were just talking and we saw this gigantic man and i was like dude that kid is huge and he's like dude that's fucking tishko and so like introduced so i've known him for forever and then uh he came to dm played football for a year uh and then he just went on with his life and he decided high school or i think he went to alc but yeah so he's he's just the boy i saw him the other day when i was still in when i was still in you know dale crazy yeah (laughs) fuck so yeah and then like yeah, keep what? going. Keep going. Oh, I was just gonna say the meme just started with Evan Beeson, who was a senior when we were juniors, just started saying Tishko and then it just caught and it just became Tishko. Oh my god. So, yeah. All right. Was- so now that we got that out of the way, now that we got that out of the way, and I have a better understanding of this, ladies and gentlemen, this is the actual reason why Cole is on the podcast. Cole is a big proponent of something that we like to call string theory. So, Garib, introduce me to string theory because I have no clue what the fuck this is. I know it's some type of, like, philosophy shit. Just just hit me. Just fucking, you know, Ike turning okay. me right in the face with knowledge. Okay. Uh, I would like to preface this by saying I am not a – I'm not a physical scientist. I don't really study physics all that much. None of but, us do. Um, but my boy was talking to me about it the other day. He said that, or no, he was talking to us at baseball one time and was saying like, yo, like we're going to hop on Naps podcast and talk about string theory. And I was like, string theory, what the hell is that? He was like, it's this theory that everything is made of strings. And I was like, that's, that's not real. Like whatever. And uh, I actually started looking into it and it's actually really, really compelling. And right now it's one of the best um, like natural physics theories that we have. Yeah. Okay. um, As of right now. And it's, it's pretty interesting. So So, before you break your brain, because me and you have had a couple of concussions now, you're a little bit more serious than me. And this is no offense here. There's concussions are taken seriously. But without breaking your brain, give like a thesis statement to what it is. To what? Okay. Um, so basically, it is the theory that atoms are not the smallest. Uh, they're, they're the smallest molecule, but what makes up an atom? And that's been a question in physics for, for a long time. What? Because there's got to be something there's we can go smaller than that and so it's uh, i i should probably start with the backstory on it yeah start with that yeah you're gonna mind fuck everyone that listens to this (laughs) (laughs) so basically um there are theories of relativity and theories of reality and there are these math equations that that work with the theory of relativity, which was obviously created by Einstein. And he was working up on the theory of relativity, relativity till the day he died. And um, the theory of relativity is really great, except the, the end conclusion of the theory of relativity is that there are 10 dimensions. Oh shit. Jesus Christ. And so obviously we can only 
experience three dimensions. So since like the fifties or whatever, um, scientists have been trying to rework the theory of relativity in order to have three dimensions. Okay. And it wasn't until my boy, uh, Michio Kaku, I might've butchered that, um, Kaku, Kaku, I, he, where he said, well, no, what if we just continue on this equation with 10, 10 dimensions and it, it, it all fits and it all works out. So then he said, he's thinking, well, where are these next 10 dimensions? Or where these next seven dimensions, right? Oh, so he just so, mind fucked basically everyone. He said, "Fuck this <laughs> shit. We're skipping the lunch line. We're cutting all these motherfuckers. We're going from three to ten. We're going whoa, nuts whoa, to butts whoa. here." Yeah. Well, wait. I haven't even gotten into the good stuff. So, so what he basically is theorizing is that these numbers they keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And so, obviously, everybody knows the fourth dimension is like theorized to be out there that's that's like pretty pretty standard knowledge but okay. um like the sixth dimension where's the sixth dimension where does that lie yeah i don't so i don't know where that would be well let me tell you basically what the string theory uh entails is that within the atom are these strings that are not they're not like little like pieces of string like little um, yeah, they're like, like it's like a metaphor strings. almost, right? It's it's they're coiled very tightly, and within these little coils of string, there lie entire universes. Okay. Um, that are dimensions, and the the tighter you go on the coils, the deeper into these into these dimensions you go. So maybe at the first coil you have the fifth dimension, sixth coil, you know, you keep going, keep going down hundredth coil you have the eighth dimension and they just keep getting smaller and smaller and it fits with these numbers that that are in the theory of relativity so um there's there are speculations about it like why can't we see them if they if they really exist but um scientists right now are i don't know if covid has kind of stopped this but the last time i was checking up on reading about this a lot it was right before everything kind of went to shit fuck. um the fuck covid i'm trying to yeah, learn about I this know, shit what the fuck ruined everything um but they were sending these atoms in a vacuum uh going close to the speed of light trying to get to the speed of light and they're just they're basically just like oh, circling like a, each yeah, other. Like a, wait, so they, were they, they the were they sent in like a particle accelerator? Because that's yes. what I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Inside of a vacuum, though. So it's a particle accelerator inside of a vacuum. Jesus. And Christ. then they they take this these two atoms, and what they're going to do is when they hit the speed of light, they're going to instantly collide them. And what they're hoping for that to do is a, that's either going to blow, it's going to be a nuke. Or what they're trying to do is make it so that the particles splice correctly and so that they can see what they're really made up of. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like, like the 1,000 degree knife. It's either like if you, if you put it on like a piece of like uh, – if you put it like with a piece of steel, it's either going to fucking catch fire and like burn you like Harvey Dent or it's going to cut you in half or it's going to cut it in half and you're going to see what's inside the steel beam. So that's what exactly. basically it is. Okay. So that's like, what do you think that is? We're at, we're at like, like what? Level one right now? Level 1.5? Yeah, I would say there's not a whole lot of information out there, like like solid proof, but all of the math really backs it up. And it's it's really compelling. It's really fun to 
to okay. look into and to read about and it's it's just interesting to think like what's out there and where are we in all of this equation because technically if you have an atom that's always in motion always changing then the coils inside of it are going to constantly be changing as well around it right mm -hmm. that's just like a, yeah a theory of earth's just like life the universe is ever constantly expanding around us like at at increasing speeds every day it's it's actually increasing more and more every day and so it's it makes you think well are we inside of a string in somebody else's dimension are we like where do we even fall between all of this it's it's yeah you're impossible right. to think of you know that's a that's a that's definitely a mind fuck that's mm. definitely my fault because like definitely. my whole because my whole thing on this is my experience with it. Look, here's the deal. Joe Rogan has done THC and he's done the fucking like the the drug. What's the uh, what's the psychedelic drug that like gets you in with fucking aliens? We're going to talk about this later, DMT. but like DMT. He's done a DMT trip and he's detailed it with Alex Jones and fucking Eddie Bravo. And he's told about like interdimensional aliens and all that shit. OK. When I first experienced, I've never smoked weed or anything like that. I don't fucking smoke. I don't drink. I don't do that shit. Okay. I'm a good college student. I play fucking baseball. We're, we're, we're done talking about that. When I first experienced my first, like, because when your mind, when you go to sleep, you naturally get DMT, DMT and melatonin is released into your mind. And that's how you fall asleep. So when I was sleeping one time, you know, the DMT kicks in, the melatonin kicks in naturally in your body. You go into, you know, your, your cat, it's not really catabolic. Um, it's, you're just, you're basically like, you know, you're, you're like, your body is alive and your mind is just like done. That's how you, that's basically what going to sleep is. So when I was in my dreams, I first experienced firsthand, just, I had like a, like an aha moment. And I was like in life, we're like this little fucking person in like a giant fish, like, like an aquarium. If we're going to make this like fish, we're one little goldfish inside like the fucking Atlantic ocean. And we don't know what's out there. And, mm -hmm. you know, everyone has like, especially after like post nut clarity and all that, you're like, what the fuck am I doing in life? Where, where am I? I'm useless. And like the post nuts can get really, 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 really bad. And which is what this is what I want to talk about too. relay this to string theory. And I mean this in the whole 100% like serious category, the post nut clarities that have gone dark, like, have you ever heard the stories of people getting up after post nut clarity, and they're just like, I, I'm I'm useless in this world. I'm I want to die. I'm useless. It's I have no purpose in this world. Have you ever heard I've, that? I've not heard that. Okay, so there's like there's the memes out there that say that shit, but post not clarity is like when you get the DMT trip and you see something that you've never seen in the before. Well, DMT, you see a bunch of things that your mind makes up, and maybe or maybe not, it is an interdimensional rift to see aliens, but that's we'll get to that later post not clarity is like that it's something that men have and i don't know do you think has anyone has a woman ever had post not clarity is that a thing i have no clue okay because i when i when i hear about this i relate to it i know what they mean about it 
And post-nut clarity can get fucking dark sometimes because like, think about it. If like me, ladies, here's the deal. I'm a ladies man. I'm a fucking serenader here. I like, there's like 10 people at my college and like seven of them are guys. Okay. There's no women here. There's no one to date. There's no one to do anything with. You're just sitting here alone. It's just you. You get really fucking sad, right? Because you, because like the gyms are shut down. There's no women. There's nothing. It's fucking, it's terrible. Okay. The only thing I have to do is school and baseball. That's like, you know, all, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. But when you hit that spot and you're just fucking depressed and then you hit that post not clarity, it gets dark. And that's what I wanted to bring up with you. There's a lot of times in life where bad experiences like dark shit will happen and it'll affect post not clarity. Post not clarity usually means when you're looking at like that a Bella Danger video and like you're done, you're like, what the fuck have I done with my life? Like that's normal. Post not clarities can get dark though. Like I've actually heard there's subreddit now. Like Reddit is full of fucking idiots. I'll give you this. Yeah, I agree. But there was a couple of stories that really intrigued me. And one of them was if it's, it's like in the subreddit of like fucking like MILFs or something like that. And I forgot what the subreddit was, but I was browsing it because I heard like I saw it from like a meme or something like that. And I wanted to see it. This fucker's story was bad. He had been having like a really depressing month or something like that. It's like his wife left him or some shit like that. When he had post not clarity, he was this close to killing himself. It was really bad. And that's what I wanted to bring to you. The post not clarity theory. The post-nut clarity theory, in my opinion, is that it's almost the bend between sanity and insanity. Sanity being, what am I doing with my life? Of course, now estrogen hits your body after you're done, after a male or female is done, you know, doing the nasty. But the estrogen hits your body and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I, you think, you start to think logically again. And then you, you could have the best idea. You could have a million dollar thought after that. But when you're when your week or your month or your life is being so depressing and you hit that, that's it, the bad parts come in. And that's what I wanted to say. The the post not clarity theory, in my opinion, is depending on your life, you can either have a million dollar idea or you could kill yourself. It all depends on what your mind is. So if your mental health is OK, your post not clarities can lead you to a more successful life. If your mental health is fucked. And which is why I always say, take care of your mental health and your physical health. So you don't kill yourself after you, you don't fucking off. kill yourself or you don't okay. have bad thoughts. Cause like it, it's the same thing with like a text message too. never send a text message when you're angry, you're sad, you're depressed, you're horny. Don't cause you'll ruin your life one way or another. Something bad will happen at a, like nine times out of 10. Same thing with no, with same thing with post not clarity. And that's, Got it. that's my theory on that. So <laughs> is this, is this a nap lifts theory? So post not clarity theory. So I wanted to get this out there too. Um, I was thinking of making a little session on my videos called shower thoughts where, you know, you have the stupid ass things or your shower thoughts. You make like stupid inventions or something like, like the person that probably will make the jetpack will either be post not clarity or shower thoughts. Okay. And I wanted to bring this up with you. Why do you think that happens? What, like, what the fuck is wrong? What, what's up with, with shower thoughts? Like, why do we get um, so, in, why do we get so like energized in them? I don't know. So something that I will say is I've, I've not, I'm not too well versed in post nut clarity and stuff like that. But um, something that does also release in your brain after like, stuff like that or when you take a shower is dopamine mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Might and, as well say the terms right now. We're going scientific. Yeah. So like when you ejaculate, there's a lot of dopamine that gets released into your brain. And when you take a shower, a lot of dopamine is released into your brain. And dopamine obviously is like a, a drug in its own sense. And it makes you feel really good. It's what releases when you eat, when you do stuff like that. And um, so maybe like, I write all my music pretty much in the shower. I'll throw beats on and I'll just write in the shower thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I don't know this for fact, but maybe for theory, like the increased level of dopamine and then the just being able to ride that your brain is able to reach a new level that it hasn't before. That's crazy. Probably That's what I'm thinking. Guess. That's what I'm thinking, because like, think about it. You have your best thought. Like, I could probably get to 100,000 subscribers alone from Shower Thoughts. I think of some cool shit. Like I always have good video ideas that are coming up and all this shit. And the Napcast was one of them that came up all the way. When I restarted this channel back in August of 2019, uh, the podcast came up in my head in a shower thought. And I was like, fuck it. I got to do it. But the difference being is I, it was kind of ran like a, like a talk show almost where I would just like talk versus like an actual, like, like an interview podcast where I would get people on and I would talk. And I think, Ever since I like started taking real world examples of it from like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, the fucking Tom Segura podcast, all these people, that's what kind of inspires me. And yeah, I get it. It's just another fucking, you know, dime a dozen podcast. But like the difference being is like, think about it. I got 75 subscribers right now on YouTube. I got 29 plays per episode every single time I did an episode. And I've only had two, three episodes and I deleted two of them because they were me. They were stupid. The Adam one got people plugged. Like you said, you got you got you got pretty good, you know, clout from that. Or Adam got pretty good clout from that, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. And I was just thinking, I was like, if I can get that rolling, I don't know what my channel will turn into. Will I turn into a podcast channel? And I'm willing to adapt. Now I do have I do I still want to stick with my fitness and my comedic side of me. That's what I made this channel for. That's what I'm gonna, I'm going to stick with it. But this podcast is something different and it all stemmed from a shower thought. There you go. Okay. So I've done enough talking for now. I want to get into the next thing that I want to talk about with you. So we kind of discussed this last night or not last night, a couple nights ago when I filmed with Adam and this isn't to get political or anything, but this is an actual conspiracy theory. Donald Trump was admitted into Walter Reed Hospital with coronavirus. He was tested positive and he came out the other day. He seems pretty okay. I want to bring this up. Do you think he actually had COVID? Was it a false positive? Did he have like the cold? I want to bring this up. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about this now. It's not, it's not political in any way. This doesn't get political. Um, it's a conspiracy theory. Is it a conspiracy theory if Trump has COVID? Mm-hmm. Um. I can give I you my if it can give you my take if you want if you if you feel more comfortable with my take on it I'll give you that. Uh no, I will tell you what I think. Uh sorry. Okay, cuz I'm still going to give you my take on it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You go first then. You go okay. First. So there has been a lot of false positives in the nation. Don't that get me wrong, COVID. Untrue. COVID. Okay. So why do you say that? Because there's that's like saying there are a lot of false positive pregnancy tests. 
No, I'm not arguing the fact that there was that there is COVID and I'm not saying that there's no such thing as COVID. I'm just saying that there has been false positive tests. Now, evidence of that. So two NCAA football teams in the Big Ten, I think it was either Big Ten or SEC were admitted to having coronavirus. Now, a couple of kids did actually have it and then the team spread it. But recently, tests came back showing that 10 of the players did. And I will I will bring this up. Hold on. I, I forget the fucking team, but because because being false positive versus being symptomless are very different things. There are a lot of people that are symptomless. My roommate got it and he was symptomless, but he still had it. And he still spread it because he gave it to me. Okay. What I mean, okay. So the difference being is like they were counted as a total into the coronavirus casing. Yes, Not like they, they didn't have they, symptoms. Like they just were, they like, say if they would have got like a common cold, they were thrown in with COVID. Cause you, they, you've known that actually has happened before, right? Um, I, you can say that you can say a lot of things. Okay. Like so, that. okay, here we go. Northwestern football and Georgia. So 37 Northwestern. Okay. 37 players on Northwestern's football team were admitted to have COVID one false positive and 19 tests later, two kids had it. So there's one false positive. These are also the best athletes in the country. Their their immune systems are a lot stronger than than many many of these people that are getting it. Like these are these are very this is a very small group of of the 1% of the upper echelon yeah. of humans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one false positive is interesting that they would even say that. Um, but so, so two kids actually were feeling symptoms. two kids. Well, two kids actually were admitted to having COVID-19 positive. They were thrown into the, like the quarantine dorm at Northwestern. And then they were, you know, they were admitted after like the 14 day quarantine and all that. So what I'm saying to you is, um, and this isn't political or anything like that. This, the podcast is not made for that. This is for conspiracy theory talk. Do you believe that this could potentially destroy something whether it be the election whether it be reopening with trump getting covid yeah i think that he might have orchestrated it to be like that i don't Mm -hmm. know if he really had it in the first place that's what i'm saying because Um, how could he recover so fast that a disease that you know a well, million people are in the United States that have it. Two hundred thousand deaths. How and seven and he's, million people? Seven million. Okay, I'm wrong on that. I'm I'm wrong on that. Then okay, and that's the thing. He's in that underlying condition of seventy four and up. He is predominantly. He actually is healthy. I don't know how the fuck that man does it. So like four hours of sleep a night, and he and, is ob- He is moderately obese. I don't know how. We, I I don't know. He's in that underlying condition. He has a medical a world-class medical team and he has drugs that less than 10 people in the united states uh that less than 10 people that in the united states that had this drug cocktail that only took it for a clinical trial Mm -hmm. have gotten he has people he has bedside assistance at all time if there were anybody to uh, get over COVID as quickly as he did, it would be him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it is, it is fishy because of all of the, 
stuff and i mean i don't really want to talk about it no we're not we're gonna cut it off right here but i just wanted to get your take on it because that's a popular question and i don't mean to expose anyone for like political reasons i don't want any fucking cancel culture brought up on this if you cancel someone you're a fucking pussy i hope you know that and we're not trying to get any political opinions on here this is conspiracy theory talk I love conspiracy theories. I love to hear people's opinions about it. And it's, and yeah, it does, unfortunately, sometimes it does fall in between, you know, right and left and policies, but I don't give a fuck about that. I don't give a fuck if you hate Trump or love Trump. I want to hear that theory. That's a theory that's been brought up. I wanted to hear someone's take about it. I've asked already a couple people and that's fine. We're not going to talk about that because I know, I feel you. I feel you. If you say but one you, fucking thing wrong you about You do it. realize, so he... Whether you like Trump or not, you can agree that his performance in the last debate, both of them were abysmal. No, yeah, Trump it was fucking was getting, it was terrible. Trump was getting backlash for that. And uh, there were some tapes that leaked of Melania saying she hates Christmas, stuff like that. Um, I didn't hear the Christmas. I heard the liberals, but I didn't hear the Christmas part. And um, things like that. Him, him saying he's COVID at such a strategic time gets him out of the the abysmal performance in the election. It gets him out of the Proud Boys scandal. It gets him it gets Melania out of the news for saying this stuff about about whatever she talked about. It gives him a little bit of extra love and support from his fan base. They're all, oh, we love you. We got you back. And it also if he doesn't have it, it also lets him say, well, this virus is bullshit. It's not, it's not that strong. I'm 75 and above and I was able to overcome it. Don't let it control your life. Don't let it because it's not that bad as everybody else is saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's, let's end it there so we can get the fuck out of here. I, uh, I really like the opinions. Let's get the fuck out of here and let's talk about something else. Okay. Okay. And I'll admit it, I got that. I got to research some more. I, I really haven't heard that much about it. I heard a couple of things. Like I'm still up to and date. I'm not on the saying news. he doesn't have it. He could no, very well yeah. have it. I mm -hmm. don't know if you saw him leaving the um, Air Force One going into the White House yesterday. I think. He yeah, was yeah, I saw that at the top of the stairs, gasping. Yeah, for was, air. yeah, I saw that. And so I, mean, I think he may have had the conditions because, like, from my post, like. I got it. Personal experience. It was like, I could not like, I felt chest pain right here. I couldn't hear out of my ears. And every single time I would try to eat, it tasted pasty. Like I had mm. no taste, but that went away in three days. Cause you know why I fucking, I get, I took my vitamin C's. I got sunlight. I, you know, cause coronavirus dies in heat. I played, I had no fucking clue. I had COVID. I got a COVID test on the last day. And they're like, yeah, you got this shit. You got to go. I was like, fuck. All right. Whatever. Wow. I also had it. And um, I'm a little higher risk because of my asthma. And yeah, same. I still am experiencing symptoms. I'm no longer contagious, but I still cannot fully taste or smell. And I still have frequent asthma attacks. Jesus Christ, it's fucking yeah. terrible. So I'll leave this off with this message before we skip into the next part. Wear a mask, take vitamin D, take vitamin C, get plenty of exercise. That's the one way you can beat this thing. If you do listen to this, take it from both of us personally do the things eat fish do the things eat the fish as well that's fish oil that's dh3 that's everything you got in there okay mm -hmm. all right so i want to get into the next segment which is going to be one of the last conspiracy theory talks i talked to you about this now it's my time to explain the globalist theory ready for this shit mm -hmm. so 
I listened to two episodes of the Alex Jones show for shits and gigs to see what's going on. Before we get into this, can I get some more water? Oh, yeah, for quick? sure. Yeah, 100%. But to tell everyone... Hold on. To tell everyone, I watched two episodes of the Alex Jones show just for shits and gigs. Because Alex Jones is just... He's a fucking walking me. Love him. He's so funny. But... I watched two episodes of it and I came back with a ginormous fucking gallery of vocab and I have a basic understanding of it. I have a basic understanding of what he runs by and I want it. This, this shit is insane. This shit is absolutely insane. And I want to run this by you. So the word globalist, do you know what that means? Um, I've heard of it in memes, but I'd never. Okay. So the Google definition for a globalist and by Google's terms and, and this connects to the conspiracy theory, you may not want to trust it, but a globalist is the highest powered scientists, fucking political leaders, businessmen like Jeff Bezos and all that type of stuff. All of them combined to make a secret society that will one day unleash the new world order. So how Alex Jones puts it in the JRE podcast that he puts it on is, of course, he can't say all this shit and it's all deep class state and all, bullshit. Okay. This is coming from me. I want to say this. The globalists, which I do believe have a ginormous uh, like effect over everything, that'd be big tech, that'd be big government, that'd be, be like, all the people in that, those people want to take over the world. So I'm going to run this by you. What do you think NASA is? Um, the, the space program? Mm -hmm. That's what I, that, okay. So apparently, according to the globalist theory, NASA is not a space program. NASA is the breakaway government. And this is my, this, that was the thesis statement. This is the supporting articles about this, okay? Okay, okay? So in 1945, when the war was over, in 1950, you have Operation Paperclip, which brought over like 35,000, uh, no, I'm sorry, 16 to 35,000 Nazi scientists to America. And they got it with the Soviets as well. The Soviets had their own Operation Paperclip. They brought them over to the USSR. The German scientists were making a breakaway government because they were taking DMT and seeing interdimensional aliens. That's where you get the Luftwaffe, the, the first ever jet actually flown in aircraft, 1944, over Berlin, Germany. Two allied fighters were, were like flying across on a bombing run. A, a, like a silver jet, you know, have you ever seen like the Nazi UFOs before? Mm-hmm. So it was like that, but it was half of the UFO cut and it kind of looked like you ever, you ever tried to draw like a, uh, what's that, what's that dinosaur that's got like the stubby neck and it only eats and it kind of looks like a big, like shell, like a, like a weird M. No, no, no. It's the, it's the, it's the herbivore, not, not the, um, not the long one with the long neck, but it kind of looks like an M I'll bring it. an M like it's not a triceratops, not a triceratops. No, the, the, the point is though, it looks like a giant M, but it's silver. The jet was clocked in at going 645 miles per hour. It broke all speed records of all time that has ever been flown in world war two. It shot down two of those fucking people two and there was two out of two shot them both down and it was at 645 miles an hour that plan was given by the interdimensional aliens that the nazis connected with via dmt now the dmt was made in 1933 
It was given to the Nazis. The Nazis took it. That's why they're so deep in science. So to connect that with the globalist theory, the Nazis had a breakaway civilization. They wanted to make it. They were like, fuck this. We're, this is why the Nazis took over. Oh, wait, they're like breakaway civilization from the Third Reich. No, 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 no. Breakaway civilization from the whole world order. At 1945, the breakaway civilization was trying to get away from the world order of all these major superpowers like the US, Britain, USSR, and Germany at the time, Nazi Germany. They wanted to break away from it and create a brand new world order, which would eventually turn into the enslavement of man. Like George Orwell's 1984 is the best example for it. Okay. And that's it. So- when Operation Paperclip happened, the 35,000 Nazi scientists were brought over, or however many there were, and they approached the current president at the time, which was Dwight D. Eisenhower, about it. And Eisenhower said, fuck it, let's try it. He's like, okay, whatever. He makes the, the initial part of NASA, okay? Then Dwight D. Eisenhower resigns, and he makes a speech that references secret societies and standing up to bigger powers. He is immediately flown out, and then he dies, I don't know when he died, like 1980 or something like that. JFK was brought in. JFK was this revolutionary new person. He was brought in and assassinated in 1963, if I'm correct, right? Uh, yeah, you know that better than I do. Okay. JFK was approached in the idea of the NASA program, but he didn't know about the secret society. When the secret society was brought up to him, that's why that is one of the reasons why JFK was murdered or assassinated. Mm -hmm. He rejected it. He said, fuck that. You're not making a civilization. And that's why in one of his most famous speeches in office, he warned America about secret societies like Dwight D. Eisenhower. There is a detailed speech in like 1961, 1962 that JFK gives about secret societies. And he says that. And then what do you know? He gets assassinated. In fucking Dallas. Now you have your own theories about that. Who you? It, I don't give a fuck. The globalists made that, and NASA is the breakaway civilization. That's why they wanted to go to space so they can conquer space, so they can make control, and they have technology like the space race. Like, have you seen the military and the navy? How they have these lasers that shoot out? Like Israel has a full twenty. No, I'm sorry, two hundred million dollar laser that takes out drones and anti aircraft. Oh yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Okay. They wanted that in space. That's why there's been the whole entire thing about space wars. That's how Star Wars was brought up. Now, Star Wars was originally a plot by uh, like um, uh, Roosevelt, not Roosevelt, uh, Reagan. And it was like it, the, the, the Soviets were threatening nuclear strikes and Reagan was like, we got lasers and shit. Okay. That, that idea was originally made in 1960 when the breakaway government was formed. NASA is the breakaway government. They control... They're bigger than the CIA and they're bigger than Walmart. Two companies, well, the CIA is fucked. Walmart is going to take over the globe with the globalists. But the, the fucking NASA breakaway civilization is bigger than anything. And to put this all into perspective, they're following the plan for 1984. 1984 is the blueprint for what they want to achieve in world domination. Okay? All right. So we're got, we've gotten done with the globalist theory, okay? Now, I want to address the last conspiracy that, that I want to talk about, and then I'm going to pass it back on to you. Who murdered JFK, okay? Let's, let's hear it. Who do, you think, who do you think murdered JFK? Well, wasn't... Um, assassinated, assassinated JFK. 
Dude, I, I have not been to history class in a minute. I don't even remember his name. The Lee guy. Harvey Oswald. Harvey, yeah, Harvey Oswald. Yeah, that's – I mean, like, he was, he was prosecuted. I mean, like, I love conspiracy theories, and I love all that shit a lot. But okay, facts so, are he was prosecuted. They found the evidence. They found the gun. He's – Okay, but that, that's – I get what you're saying, but that's not the part where I'm asking. Who mm-hmm. do you think if they did – yeah, because the 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 thought of I want to murder my own president didn't strike it didn't really strike in 1963, especially at the height of the Cuban War or the the Cuban Missile Crisis. No one fucking mm-hmm. thought that. So, who do you do you think he was working for someone? And if you do, who do you think he, who do you think he was working for? I will say it's fishy that he got assassinated after and then he a day was after Jack Ruby kills him. Day after that is that is definitely fishy. I don't know enough about that. I've seen memes talking about like the CIA killing, mm-hmm. killing JFK. And I think that that could definitely have some influence. Like he was, he was pretty stand up guy. And I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so- it's, it's, you talk about mental health and you talk about people with mental health issues. And I know like, especially then patriotism was at an all time high, you know, they just, they were, you know, getting the space race, Mm-hmm. going they were in the height of the cold war cuban missile crisis all that uh people with mental health crisis or mental health problems still will kill and if yeah. they have the chance to kill the president and mm-hmm. get on the news they'll i mean i guess they'll do it right yeah look at, look at like, potential yeah like the potential reagan assassin i forget what his name is he made like in that assassination attempt he was inspired by the movie taxi driver because he thought he was speaking to him and he wanted to get the attention of the, the woman, I forget what her name is, in Taxi Driver to assassinate him. But that's not what I'm talking about. So I'm going to lay down the facts here, okay? Jack Ruby, assass- or Jack Ruby killed Lee Harvey Oswald, who killed JFK. JFK had knowledge of UFOs, secret societies. He was in part, well, he didn't sign off on the breakaway government, but he signed off on NASA. He didn't know until later, and that's when he renounced NASA, and that's when he was killed. So I'm going to relay the first part about who do you think killed JFK? Everyone thinks it was the Russians. Now, the USSR at the time with Nikita Khrushchev, Nikita Khrushchev, my bad, was, um, you know, they're, they're at the time, they're doing all their shit, okay? They're at the height of the Cold War. The tensions are high. No one wants mutually assured destruction, which was the plan if anything ever happened. So no one wants that. The Russians are pulling out because we know that they made peace conferences. JFK nearly fucked us all over, but McNamara and all the other people, and I'm not just referencing the five intro, okay, from Call of Duty Zombies, but they fucking helped JFK. And that's when the shit was settled. We took the ICBMs out of Turkey and they took the Cuban Missile Crisis down. They took it all the way out of Cuba, okay? But it couldn't, in my opinion, it couldn't have been the Russians. Jack, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was not employed by the Russians. Theory number two, the CIA killed JFK. Now, the reason why is because he was exposing and he was threatening to expose secret societies and the UFOs. The UFOs we've known for a while. Hollywood has covered them. The History Channel made its giant, giant jump in interest when it started covering aliens and Hitler. Notice that, right? All the memes in the early 2000s about the guy was like, aliens, right? Remember that? 
that. So the History Channel made a giant jump when they were talking about aliens and Hitler and how Hitler was connected to the aliens and the 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 little green Martian guys were fucking Hitler in the anus. Like, no. Okay, that's bullshit. CIA was employed to kill Jack was to kill Jack F. Kennedy or John F. Kennedy, my bad. They were employed to kill him because he was going to expose the fact in 1963, 63, no one knew about aliens. He was going to expose it. That's a big fucking no-no. And you can see it ever since those files were released, the declassified files that show UFOs. And then all of a sudden, videos are starting to pop up about UFOs and all this shit. It's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit here. The second part about the UFOs? No, 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 no. On the fact that the CIA did had nothing to do with it because of the aliens. In 1963, that was like a fucking conspiracy theorist wet dream right there. Is there aliens? Do we are we the only people? Because think about it. The 70s were all the hippie movements in Vietnam and everyone got in, in, in marijuana, DMT, LSD. All those people were influenced. And that's when we started to have more philosophical ideals of are we the only people in the universe, right? The CIA for the secret societies part in part two was talking about secret societies like the Illuminati and the globalists. Now, the Illuminati is the globalist ideal. Hold on. Give me one sec. The globalist ideal. Mm -hmm. The globalist ideal is the Illuminati. They're the top scientists, the engineers, businessmen. It's basically, have you ever played Metal Gear Solid before? Yeah. You know about the philosophers? Mm-hmm. So the philosophers is basically that, but like way more evil. So they band together. They want to control the whole entire world. They want to suppress your thoughts. JFK was not willing to do that. He said, this is the American Republic. We are the fucking people. Okay. We don't take no for an answer. We live in fucking, you know, we live in our, in our million dollar mansions and we fuck Marilyn Monroe to like whatever the 1960s song was. JFK had tons of sex. Okay. Here's the deal. JFK was fucking slinging. Okay. Not the point. Secret societies were threatening JFK if he did not do this with murder. JFK literally took his nuts out and said, suck him. I'm not going to fucking, I'm literally, first off, I'm not going to join your secret society. Number two, fuck you. And number three, I'm going to expose you. Now, the American public doesn't believe this because think about it. What's your favorite type? What, like, what's your favorite type of conspiracy theory, right? What, just name it. Um, I, um, I like, I, uh, put me on the spot. I, I was about to I say, I put you on the spot. I like the alien conspiracy theories a lot. Okay. Think, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about the Illuminati with the dollar, right? When you when you take out a $1 yeah. bill, the Illuminati's on there, right? Do you ever thought, Apparently. like, what the fuck's yeah. going on there, the, right? The eye of God or whatever. Yeah, the eye of God. That's bullshit, okay? That's the eye of, that's Big Brother right there. Mm-hmm. So they were threatening to expose JFK. They were to kill him. It's all a bullshit. JFK was an alpha fucking, he was an alpha chat. Okay. He literally exposed them in a speech. The American public didn't believe, they didn't release that and they didn't believe it. And that's when the thought of aliens and, and all this other shit started to come into play because the American public all of a sudden started just, you know, just, just sprinkle it in there. Like salt Bay, just a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, aliens, you know, the attack of the Martians, all that mm-hmm. shit. The, 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 the day that the day the earth stood still in 1953, like all that, all the aliens and shit. Right. And that's, that's a little fucking sus with me. Okay. So we're done with the CIA part. That's why that's my theory. The third part is the mafia, the mafia, Jack F. Kennedy and John F. Kennedy wanted the mafia gone and they were, they were intruding on um, business and all that. That's bullshit. Okay. Hold on. I got to cut you off real quick. We're about to have a special guest. Okay. 
on uh, on our podcast real quick. Okay, who are we bring? Uh, guys, welcome. Yeah, we're I'm on a napcast right now. And he's got the mask on. I like to see that. He's following COVID protocols. I like to see that. Yeah. So um, we we have eight minutes left on our podcast. So we got it. Thank you. Okay. The we're mafia. About, we're talking about who killed JFK right now. Okay, we're going to finish this up here. The mafia didn't kill JFK. Okay, even all the blood money debts, they can they can shake their fist all they want. No, that this is who, in my opinion, killed JFK. The globalists, the globalists killed JFK because he exposed secrets about them. He exposed the aliens and he told the American press and the public not to believe what they hear. All of a sudden he gets killed. Now they have sloppy work because Lee Harvey Oswald had to defect to Russia. That's bullshit. He was a Russian spy. It's all bullshit. Okay. He was a fucking American. He was in the army. He was in the army and it was proven. All of a sudden, he had a slop. He had such a sloppy shot. And I don't want to get into the fact if there was multiple shooters or anything like that. Fuck that. He was such a magic sloppy shot. Theory. Yeah, the That's magic the bullet theory. I, I don't give a fuck. He was such a sloppy shot that Jack Ruby had to kill him. And Jack Ruby was a CIA agent that was employed by the globalists. So in my opinion, the globalists killed JFK. That's what leads to the globalist theory coming out. And that's why the American public in the 1970s to 1990s started questioning everything. And that's how the Patriot Act got involved too. The Patriot Act. We go through your phone. The government has access to everything. Fuck that shit. That is built from JFK. And 9-11 too, like we can get into 9-11 next time. Uh, it, it, I don't care what you think about that. The Patriot Act was spawned by JFK. Okay. Interesting. All That's right. The- so we got, we got a little bit of time left here. I want to give closing remarks. What are your closing remarks about anything you want to talk about? Oh, um, wow. I mean, that's a very interesting theory and I definitely will have to uh, read up on it for next time. So I don't come so um unprepared to to discuss that uh but i really appreciate i appreciate the um the 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 learning oh yeah so very interesting i just want to plug this one last time everyone cole garib is a singer he's a songwriter he's you know he's a he's a music guy he has a new song not really new but it's a newish song out with my good friend adam hollinger one-on-one okay we got that. It's on SoundCloud. Go listen to him. Just he's coming out with more shit. You're coming out with more shit, right? Of course. I'm going to the studio at, right after this, actually. Okay, good. So he's coming out with more shit. Everyone go invest in that motherfucker right here, right now. Okay. All right, good. So soundcloud.com slash combat Dave 100. Okay, good. I want to give this little shout out right here. So to my boy, Bo Sanborn, to my boy, Joey Galati. And to my boy, Lawrence Stern, we're going to have an interesting podcast next time. We're going to have the business boys and look who just shows up on the right fucking cam. Look who just showed up for all the audio listeners right now. The man, the myth, the legend, ham hunks, the fucking serenader of women, men and shit and oh, dogs everywhere. Joey Galati has just shown up. Okay. We have, we're got, we have a nice podcast planned and Garib will show up. But Garib, I just want to say this as the closing statement. I loved having you on here. You're my conspiracy theory guy that I love to fucking talk about with. Even though if you're not educated with it, I feel like I can open up to you. You're like my parents when we're having the talk about sex. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dad, what's the birds and the bees? Fuck the birds and the bees. Who killed JFK? And you're willing to talk about that shit. That's what's up. I could put you in uncomfortable situations and you still fucking succeed in it. And that's what I love about you. 
I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's an honor. I hope to be on again soon. We'll have the business boys on next week, most oh, likely, yeah. right? Yep. The business That'll boys, be... the business boys are coming on. We'll get I'll get more into that next time, but oh, yeah. they will be on there. Okay. We've we got a cooking segment. We got Lawrence with the stocks. We got oh, it's gonna be insane. Um, I just wanna give some quick shout out. Shout out to uh T Nap of course, for the amazing experience. Shout out to Leak Two Times, my brother. Shout out Lil Playa. Shout out, shout out Molly. Shout out, shout out Joey Galati. And uh, yeah. Okay, this this was an absolutely great podcast. Oh, right? also sh shout out Adam Hollinger. That's my and, boy. And shout out the man, Adam Hollinger. Okay, right. I creamed my pants. We're fucking cooking here. I'm going to go take a filthy shower right now. But this has been episode two of the Napcast. we are going to have i have an extensive list here that i can't get into right now of the shit that is going to come but i plan on doing more of the shit i love to see it and make sure to like subscribe hit the notification bell turn all notifications on 100 subscribers baby we're doing something special i talked about it last podcast if you want to get into that let's fucking get into it next time i'm getting but nap lifts tatted on my ass we're getting that too okay any any person that does that i'll shout you out on my fucking instagram i don't give a fuck okay this has been episode Word. two <laughs> stay in school motherfuckers